Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. Well, dude, it's Monday morning. It's a Victory Monday. The Giants did what they had to do. They made their lives a hell of a lot easier. I know that if they lost, they'd still be in, you know, technically in the playoffs. But by beating Washington, they're practically two games up on them. Um, you know. This is year one of a rebuild, and we are ahead of schedule. We'll talk about this entire game. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, all the great aspects, and just a, a team that just refuses to go away and you know undermanned in a lot of spots. But, man, uh, couldn't be prouder of this team. So happy this morning. Happy for Giants Nation. Great victory, buddy. It wasn't pretty, but it never is, and who the hell cares how it looks? We won. So, Jerry... I'm watching the first half last night what what number five was doing. And I had a flashback, bro. I, I had a flashback to nineteen eighty six and a guy named Lawrence Taylor blowing up then Redskins in Washington. I felt like I was I'm fifty six years old, Jerry. I felt like I was twenty years old again back in eighty six when I was actually fit. <laughs> when I actually had a full hair of my hair was actually all black. Now I look like, you know, I'm all gray. I look like the Italian Moses, okay, walking around. Um, and it felt good, bro. I mean, because what Kayvon Thibodeau was doing, what he did, that for, especially in the first half, was Lawrence Taylor-like. Yeah. I put it on Twitter, and I never compare anybody to Lawrence. That's sacrilegious. And I'm not comparing him, obviously, now. But what he was doing on the field, that first half was Lawrence Taylor-like play. Strip sacks, tackles for losses, blowing up tight ends, touchdown, pick, you know, strip sack, picking up a fumble, fumbling, you know, tumbling in the end zone for a touchdown, running guys down. Yeah. Um, tw- he winds up with 12 tackles. Just incredible game for Thibodeau. And, dude, it felt like back in the 80s when... When, when the Giants had Lawrence Taylor, that's how good his first half, especially the first half performance was. I'm watching that game last night, dude. I'm like, holy crap. Every play, he seemed like he was in the backfield. He was in the pocket. Of course, we all know the touchdown. Running guys down from behind. Uh, chasing guys you know, da- down the middle of the field. It, was, it could be a receiver, runner, whatever it might be. But that was an incredible performance by number five last night. And that... You know, that was his coming out party, man. No question. It was Look, it was building. Jerry, he was at the door of the party, at the door of the party. You could just sense he was going to kick the party door in, and here I am, you know, and guess what? He did that last night. Yeah, I mean, dude, like you said, usually it's sacrilegious when you compare anybody to Lawrence Taylor, but it was that type of performance. I mean, I, I, I remember saying out loud during the game, 
when he did the strip sack, that picked it up and, and, and scored. I said that was that was like LT or OC Manure. I mean, that was ridiculous. But yep. what got me more excited even in that play was the way he was throwing, you know, the tight end into the back, into the, the, the running back, chasing guys down right. the field, like you said. The huge stop at the goal line where he drilled Heineke and he went out of bounds because of it, right? I mean, he, this was the kid that we envisioned when they drafted him. This was the guy who was the consensus one for a year until these GMs talked themselves out of it, right? And he just looked like everything we wanted um, him to become. It was, like you said, it was his coming out party. It was a tremendous performance. And if you, if, if you want to look at bright spots, guys, this is the kid. You know, it's this guy. It's Ojolari, obviously Barkley, Jones. But, man, Kayvon Thibodeau, performance – you know, hopefully that it's the it's it's the start of something that's going to be really great because, you know, uh, I I think you said before he's a talker, but he, he's he's not, you know, he's not a bragger. It's just he he's good and I guess he kind of knows it. And man, did he did he back <laughs> up the the primetime loves me statement? Uh, yes, we and you know what, yeah. Kayvon, Giant fans love you. Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah, Giant. Oh yeah, Giants fans definitely love you. And like you said, Joe, he likes to talk, but it's funny, man. When he starts talking, like, you know, we were at his locker this week, and he said, you know, oh, Primetime's going to love me, you know, and 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 he's talking about coming up, he's going to have a new nickname soon, and he's thinking about a few different ones, and I even joked around and saying, you know, how about the diamond closer, you know, because he likes to dress with the diamonds and all, and he's like, that's close, that's close, so it's something along those lines, but it's funny, dude, because when he talks, Kayvon, it's not. It doesn't rub you the wrong way. It's not like it's like, okay, dude, all right, enough. I'm sick of hearing your mouth. You know, he does it in a fun way where you just want to sit there and just throw the rap at him because he's a funny guy. You yeah, know, yeah. he's a little different, Kayvon. He's a very intelligent dude, um, and he just the way he taught. And you heard some Giants after the game last night. They're like, oh god, we're gonna have to listen to his mouth <laughs> on the train ride home. You know, uh, but they not in a, you know they're not saying it in a negative way they're saying they're laughing about it because Kayvon likes to talk yeah, he does yeah. you know um but hey look I, you know Lawrence Taylor back in the day used to like to talk a lot too man you know yeah. and he backed it up and, and, and you know and he doesn't talk he doesn't put opponents down Thibodeau he's not saying these guys well, watch what I do to these guys up front no he just likes to say I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that watch me and all that and he backed it up last night it was definitely you know, listen, uh, I don't know what it is about Washington with the Giants, but <laughs> it's just something magical always seems to happen against this team. Big game. I don't know, you know, since the 80s and maybe it's, you know, obviously, but it's just to be in Washington last night, a big game, prime time, and, and guys stepping up and making plays. And we'll get into Daniel and the offense and all that. But obviously, Thibodeau was a story of the game, man, and the defense coming up with a couple of huge plays. Like you said, Jerry, you know, um, when the Giants play in their weight class, they could they could beat anybody. Yeah. And they can lose anybody, yeah. you know? Yeah. Obviously, you know, when they step into a weight class with some of the heavyweights, we don't really expect them to come out on top. And we saw that last week against Philly. Um, but hey, we knew this would be a close one. It was. They made the they made the plays. Jerry at the on the podcast <clears throat> previewing this game, I said if the Giants are plus two, they're gonna win this game. No question. Yeah. They were plus two. Yeah. They won the game. Yep. Uh, that was some of the keys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we'll get into the offense, the offensive line uh, in a bit. But just they did what they had to do, dude. They did what they had to do. And you could talk about refs and all that stuff. We'll get into that. Mm. But the Giants are now 8-5-1. Like you said, well, probably one win is going to do it. Yep. Jets didn't help them out yesterday. But the Giants did. They So after the Jets game, you said, well, here come the Lions, man. This is dangerous now because the Lions might not lose the rest of the year looking at their schedule. Right. And if, so now that 
added the importance to the Sunday night game and the Giants did what they had to do. Yeah, and, and if you, what got me excited was just now, Chris, we have, a, I think we have a pass rush. And I'm not, you're not going to expect him to get 12 tackles and a forced fumble and a touchdown every game, of course, but we have a pass rush now. And the, mm-hmm. the addition of Ojolari coming back, you know, he had another good game, right? I think he's got four sacks yeah. in three games, whatever he has. Um, I think he was credited with a half sack last night. Yes, he was. And yeah. It's just so exciting. The edge now is exciting for all the, the, the flaws yeah. at inside linebacker and, you know, the secondary is what it is. Man, we, we, we seem to have a pass rush now to go along with Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams. Like that's, that's, if you're a Giants fan watching the games now, you're almost excited to see what these guys, these four monsters can do now. Uh, and Thibodeau doing what he did last night. Like this, this just sets the stage for some exciting games down the stretch, man. Really does. Yeah, and, and Jerry sets up a – for exciting future. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's an exciting future. You know, even no matter what happens the rest of this year, if they go to the playoffs, they get beat. Well, okay. But you look at 23 and you say, well, if you got these two guys on the, on the edge, you got Dexter, you know, you know, and then you add some pieces. Yeah. It adds up pretty exciting, you know, exciting defense for the, you know, in, down the road. And, and, and you know what, Jerry? <clears throat> Nothing gets a fan base blood, you know, going more than guys who get to the quarterback, right? When you have a real oh, good pass rush, awesome. man. When you're sitting there at the game, or wherever you're watching at home, wherever it might be, yeah. and you know you got a couple of guys on third and six that could get there, man, that just gets the fan base and everybody excited, man. Because, you know, over the years, we've seen guys step back in the pocket, quarterback step back in the pocket, look left, look right, look left, right? Yeah. And, okay, let me throw it over, let me throw it over here. And, and we're like, holy crap, you know. And we saw a lot of that this year with the Giants. Don't get me wrong. But as this season has moved along, with the progression of Thibodeau, the return of Aziz. Yeah. And, and Dex has been doing it since day one. So it's right. not like, oh, Dex is doing it now. Dex has been doing it since day one. And yeah. it, it's a lot. It, it, it gives you, you know, it's a lot. It gives you a lot of excitement, dude. It's it the excitement. It really does. It's it interesting really does, you said yeah. that because last night was the first mm-hmm. game. I watched where I said, hey, who's going to get there now? Like, I, it was the first time where I was like, which one of these four guys is going to at least push the pocket and make Haneke throw, right? Yeah. I'm not expecting to get yeah. sack every, every time he drops back, but you no, want sure. pressure. And it was like, oh, which one's going to go? Oh, look, there's Dex, you know, flushing him out. Oh, someone's waiting. for Ojolari's not going to let him go around the corner. Like, uh, it was awesome to watch, dude. Very exciting. Very exciting pass rush we have now, buddy. Yeah, and the one <laughs> – and it figures like the one – play at the end, right? Yeah. Where Heine had all the time in the world. He's looking, looking, and then he tried to throw the Samuel in the end zone. Yeah. And Donnie Holmes gets away with a mugging. <laughs> and but that's the way but that's the way it goes. Yeah. <clears throat> that's the way it goes. Yeah. So you know I, I gotta be honest with you. <clears throat> Let's talk about the last play a little bit. The Giants get the big stop at the end. Mm. <clears throat> Thibodeau with the big play. Heineke's running. Thibodeau whacks him out of bounds. So Heineke looked like he had no interest in taking we, on Thibodeau. Before yet. you do that, can we Oh, okay, yeah. sorry. I was gonna say, can you talk about the the penalty and, and explain that, please? The McLaurin penalty. Yeah, I mean uh, look, I guess we'll get into the whole Yeah, do the we whole can thing. get into the end of the game yeah. while we're at yeah. it. Yeah. Um so Terry McLaurin line you know, ineligible formation. Okay. He wasn't on the line of scrimmage. Right. Okay, covering the tackle. He says he was. I read the pool report game, pool reported game to the ref after the game, and the ref says, no, he wasn't. Now, McLaurin's saying the ref told him he's good. He gives him the thumbs up. That's what receivers do. They go up to the line. They, they check with the side judge, make sure they're good. He's saying the ref told him he's good. Okay? Now, I have a hard time believing the ref tells him he's good, and then as soon as the ball snapped, ah, I got you. I do the flag. I, I have a hard time believing that. Right. Now, I did see McLaurin point over. Did the ref point back? I don't know. Right. 
they, you know, the, you know, the pool reporter ref after the game made a point of saying that there's that they have a couple of different responsibilities. Not just all right, make sure everybody's lined up. That's one of them. Yep. Now McLaurin and and, and Washington media and everybody out of the nation's capital saying, hey, the ref always tells the guy if you're good. Okay, that's not true. Sometimes they will. They'll, they'll give it a nod. Sometimes they will. Sometimes they won't. Right. So they could argue it all day, you know. But the ref said he did not line up properly. So he did not cover the tackle. So I don't know what to tell you. That's they threw the flag. Obviously, that was huge because they scored on the play. And then I was, and part two now of this last drive is, I mean, guys all over Washington. That's all I'm reading about for two days about how they got robbed and pass interference at home. Was it pass interference, Jerry? Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. No question Holmes grabbed. <laughs> no question he got away with one. But if you're going to sit there, and it seems to me like the only thing that's coming out of Washington is that we should have won this game, we got robbed. Well, you can't let it come down to the refs. You had an illegal formation. Were you on the short end of some refs' calls? Yeah, maybe. But you know what, dude? I remember getting knocked out of the playoffs twice. Over the years. I'm 56 years old, Jerry. You're right around my age. You know what the hell I'm talking about, brother. Sheldon White. <laughs> okay? Yeah. I remember getting knocked out. No, not a regular season game, week 15. Oh, no, no. I'm talking the Rams game in 89. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about questionable refs calls in a regular season game in week 15 like last night. Yeah. I'm talking playoff games. Mm-hmm. Playoff games. Yep. Where there was a bogus interference call on the Giants yep. that... Set up, a, right? Set up the Rams yeah, to win that, that yeah, game. Yeah, it was the Sheldon White interference. Yep. Yep. Right? Yep. That set up the Rams. I remember 2002 where they got totally and completely robbed. Yes. Okay? Yes. And it wasn't a judgment call. They said it was a legal man contact. Remember? Yes. And he gets pulled. What was it Richie, Richie Simon? Simon. Whoever was a legal man downfield, but it was pass interference, so you should have replayed the, the, the down. Yep. You got to replay the down. Yep. He, he was eligible. Yes. Okay, yep. that was and, and even the refs admitted after the game that you know we blew that one. That was a playoff game, right? So what I'm saying is that yeah, I understand the frustration, but guys, you know you fumbled in the red zone. Yeah, you gave up the Thibodeau. I, I didn't see it. Thibodeau gets poked in the eye. Should have been the hands of the face. The last play, from what I understand. Yep. Okay, you had plenty of chances. You know, and so I, I hate to blame the refs, but. Guys, come on. You know, enough now. I understand Holmes got away with one. No question about it. But you had your opportunities. Yeah. Just don't sit there and blame the refs because you had a lot of other opportunities. Hey, you got away from Brian Robinson. who seemed like he was getting nine yards of carry. Yeah, you right. got away from him in thank, the second half. Thank you for that, by the way. Oh, why would okay. they do that? But whatever. Yeah, but well, they've been doing it all year. Ugh. Okay. So I, I get a, enough now with the complaining and the crying coming out of Washington, man. It, it, you know, this this Giants organization has been robbed numerous times with calls, no, man. It. In the playoffs, yeah. okay? So I don't want to hear that so much, you know. Uh, hey, hey, Jerry, you know, I remember 2002, and we got totally robbed. We should have won that game. Yes. Totally robbed. Right. With that call. Mm-hmm. I mean, they admitted it. The Giants were few. But I remember after that game, the first thing I said, at first I was going crazy, like, what are you talking about? He's eligible. You know, and it was a bad call. He gets pulled down the whole deal, right? But I remember saying, after I calmed down a little bit, I remember saying, you know, what the F, man? We had a 38-15 to 15 lead. Yeah, right. Why does it come down to that? Right, it should never come down to it. Right. Right. So, 
Washington, a lot of crying going on and stuff like that. But that this happens. You know, it sucks for them. I get it, but this happens. Yep. You know. Yeah. This happened. So, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll go back to the, the lucky cowboy fan base. I'll go back before your time, Jerry, with the Hail Mary yeah. with Roger Starback, where Drew Pearson blatantly pushed off yeah. on the Viking defender. And, and that, that is now known as the Hail Mary. And they called, they called pass been, interference on the corner on that play. And they threw a flag. Yeah. And I, I'll never forget this. Yeah. I, I guess I had to be like 11 years old, dude, yeah. or 10 years old, whatever the hell I was, whatever year that was. Seven, I think it was 76, 77. Yeah. And I remember specifically watching that game, yeah. and I saw the flag, and I said, ha-ha, because, you know, the Cowboys, we couldn't stand them sure. back then, even more so. Mm-hmm. And we were like, ha it's coming back. And I see interference on the defense in Minnesota, too. I'm like, I'm like interference on the defense. Right. But the point being is that these things do happen, dude. You know, they do happen. You know, you can't, you get, you got you to gotta go out there and make sure, you know, it doesn't come down to that. I get it. You know, it was questionable calls and illegal formations and everything like that. But the Giants did what they had to do, man. Big, big. Red zone turnover by Dex. Oh, by the way, you know, that's not really supposed to be blown dead anymore. I know. They're supposed to let right. that play out. Let it play out, right. So I think it was I think it was Leo Williams picked it up. Yes. And might have went yes. forty yards. Right. Or maybe even to the house if he gets maybe a couple 90. of blocks. Right, right. Yes. So if you want to talk about that, well, you know, the rest are kind of trained they're kinda of told now, let it play out. Right. And if it's down, it's down. I was surprised at that well, fast whistle too, dude. Same thing. Yeah. It was a fast whistle. Um, but you know what, Chris? In the words of Steve Mariucci, when they told him about the Giants play, bummer, mm-hmm. <laughs> bummer, Washington. Yeah. Sorry. Oh well, that's that. And I thought, <laughs> and, and Brian Dable has been around a long time. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, he was coaching the league when it happened in 2002. He was with the Patriots at the time. Yeah. Uh, not that it has anything to do with Mariucci, you know. And, yeah. But but the, he was asked after the game, you know, what did you think? and he was just like, oh, I thought it was a good call, and he was like, you know, yeah. <laughs> you can tell he is a little sarcastic, but you what Dave's knowing Dave's the way I know him, but he probably wanted to say, hey, what about the other F and ten calls that they didn't call or whatever during right. during this during this season? Sure. Okay, we'll take it. Right. You know? Right. Otherwise otherwise, look guys, we're not gonna you know, we're not gonna A lot of, lot of missed calls in the first Washington game too, guys. A lot yeah. of missed you, you know, the Dexter Lawrence offsides last year missed. Okay, so right. come on, Washington, give mm-hmm. me a break. Yeah, yes. Yeah, Holmes did and Holmes did mug him. We are we are objective here. It was a complete yeah. like you said mugging in the yeah. end zone, but okay. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. So you could just tell the way Dable was like, well, yeah, well, what about the other stuff? So if you think I'm gonna if you think I'm gonna uh, say, Oh, oh yeah, no, that, that was a bad call, we shouldn't have got away with that. You're out of your mind. You could just tell what Dable was thinking. You know what I mean? This is what happens in this league. Um, so the Giants but look, but Jerry Daniel Jones, let's switch gears a little bit. You know quickly. what, dude? Let's let's go to break. We're going to take a break, and then we'll come back to Daniel Jones. Guys, hang on. Okay. You're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast. We'll be right back after this. Hang on. Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code STAPLE20. And we're back, folks. You are listening to a winning Giant Insider podcast with Chris Bizignano, Nobody Beats the Biz, and Jerry Foley. Daniel Jones, Chris, we're going to get yeah. rid of him now, right? What are your thoughts? Yeah, so look, <laughs> I'm just going to say this to the people who don't want Daniel back. And I get it. It's your opinion. Yeah. You, you're entitled to it. God bless you. Yep. But you better start getting used to a fact that Daniel Jones is going to be here in 2023 and 
beyond. Yeah. And you know what? Be objective. If you don't like him as a quarterback, I'm sure it's sure it's not. You know, nobody's saying I don't like this guy as a kid as a person. If you don't like the kid as a person, then you got to look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. Issues. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. But I, I, you know, I don't see that. It's always like, you know, I just don't think he's the quarterback. I don't think, and I get that. That's your opinion. But you know what? Be objective a little bit and say, even if you don't want him as a giant ever again after this season, give the give the dude his respect, man. Right. Give the kid his respect. Yep. Because he's got this team somehow eight five and one. He made some big plays last night, some big throws. Richie James fourth and nine or fourth and seven, whatever it was. You know, Dable going for it, throws it in there. Perfect timing to Richie James. You, this, there's some good th- things with his legs. Uh, got, some, you know, got a first, a couple first downs with his legs, and he, and he didn't turn the ball over. Okay, right. No stupid interceptions. Okay, the one his elbow was down, and one close to a fumble, but his elbow was down. So Daniel Jones, give the kid his respect, man. He's doing what he has to do with this personnel. He's getting the ball out quick. That's what they want him to do. All right, could could is he missing maybe a few things? Maybe a vertical? Maybe you like to see this here and there? Okay, yeah, I'll give it. Is he the most polished quarterback in this league? Is he a top ten quarterback in this league? No. But guess what? He's going to be a giant in twenty twenty three. You know, he, he's awfully accurate, especially in the intermediate passes. And and last night, like I said, I was joking. Said I guess he's gone, guys. If if you if you look at this team objectively. And don't think he's one of the three reasons why they're they have an eight five and one record. Then you're just not, you know, you're not being objective at all, and and you're you're holding on to, you know, thoughts that you had when you first came to the Giants. Look, man, I, I joke about it all the time. I walked all, I walked out of the draft when they selected him. I did not want Daniel Jones, but he's proven me wrong. Like, I don't know how you look at this team, especially at receiver, and say he's not doing all he can. I mean, he's got receivers that are fourth and fifth on other teams, maybe a third. Maybe Slayton or Hodges is a third on another team. Maybe. I don't think Richie James ma- makes another team. Maybe he goes to a practice squad. And he's throwing... Richie James led the Giants in receiving last night with 42 yards, okay? That's all you need to know about their passing game. Richie James. And he's throwing balls in such tight windows. I was wincing because I'm going, oh, it's got to be picked. But that's his only choice. <laughs> what, what is he going to do? And he was so accurate. Even the one Bellinger dropped, like, I could see the Daniel Jones hatred. Well, I was behind him. Oh, come on, guys. It was behind mm-hmm. him. He had to turn a little to his left, yeah. and I it still hit him that. in the chest. I love Bellinger, yeah. but he dropped it. How, did, how, how the hell you put that on Jones? But I don't know how you watch that game and, and, and don't think. First, he's definitely back next year. But I, I'm fine with the Giants extending him and really building, continuing to build around him. I mean, look... The line functioned last night, especially in the passing game. You know, Chris, you, you were talking to me before. Jones went through his progressions. No one was open. I mean, give the guy a receiver. Continue to build the line. You can win with this kid, man. That's all I yeah. got. Yeah, no, 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 you're right. Keep going, bro. I mean, I mean, that's a fact. Yeah. That's the facts. And, and you could, look, the argument's going to be, well, we don't think he's going to take us to the next level. He's not a franchise guy. Well, He's going to be a giant in 2023. I, last night's game, the whole nation was watching, and, and so many people, Jerry, right, wanted to see all eyes on Daniel. Well, let's see how he responds yep. to this big game Sunday night in front of the nation. Yep. Well, how did he respond? Pretty good, right? Great. 
Like the numbers don't jump out at you, but he was accurate. He was careful. Other than I just want him to slide. Please slide, Daniel. Yeah. I know you're trying to get more yards. Just slide. But Jerry, the and the numbers are never going to jump out at you with this offense. Right. Never, you, never. You're not going to see 20 or 26 for 320. You're not going to see that. Right. The only one who can get additional yardage is Slayton and Hodgins. And Slayton, you know, unless he's doing a fly pattern, he's not getting additional yardage. So Hodgins is the only guy that gets any yards after the catch. That's it. Other than that, right. it's a it's a catch and a tackle. Yeah, so I mean that's what you're gonna see, man. Right. Uh, uh, so he's doing enough, Daniel. Right. Got him eight five and one. Not turning the ball over. No interceptions. He's only got four for the year. Yeah. You know they've played. Uh, you know they played uh, fourteen games. Right. Okay. Not fumble. He's had a few fumbles. Don't get me wrong, a few. But hey, you know he's doing what he has to do. I mean he's playing good enough football that if you say you got to look at him and say, well, man. You know, we got to get some receivers for this kid, which they're going to try to do. You know, even another tight end, which they're going to try, try to do. And Michael Mayer is going to look pretty good in a giant uniform. Can and we? then you got, you know, and then the offensive line, you know, they're going to be adding to that. They, they know that, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but look, Jerry. Real, real, quick, <laughs> let me, real quick, let me stay on Jones real quick. Yeah. I had, just real quick, I had other fans texting me last night saying, what do you think of Jones? And I gave the assessment and they're like, I completely agree with you. He has nothing to throw to. So that's the perception of a lot of other fans as well. So go ahead, Chris. Yeah. Non-giant fans, I mean. Non-giant fans. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, that, I think that's what a lot of people are saying, seeing yeah. is that, well, especially now the whole nation saw this big game. Now, man, this kid's got nobody to throw to. I mean, Richie right. James is his top guy here. You know what I mean? Unbelievable. You know? So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that you know, you look at that and, and you say, well, well, guess what? I'm just telling everybody, guess what? You know, Daniel's going to be the guy, whether you like it or not. He's going to be the guy, yeah. you know, coming back next year. Yep. And I don't think there's any question that he deserves to be the guy, Jerry, to come back next year. Totally. Um, so uh, there's another guy who had a hell of a game, and especially towards the end when he almost, almost ran out the clock, uh, Saquon Barkley. Playing a little more possessed, you could see the excitement after those three chunky runs he had towards the end of the game. Got him in field goal range. Pretty much, I mean, single-handedly. But uh, I, another guy couldn't be happier for, and he looked healthier last night. Um, you mm-hmm. know, the, the play in the flat where he shit, I forget who he shook out of their jock. Well, I mean, it was like... Uh, John Bostic. Oh, yeah. God, that was a highlight film juke. Yeah. And I thought, oh, he's, he's feeling better. You could see it. Yeah. Um, even the way he was running into the line and getting like three, four yards when there was nothing, you just thought, all right, the health must be getting a little better. And he almost ran out the clock. The Giants still aren't like that team yet. They're not good enough to do that. But he got him in field goal range and made it. And we all felt better with an eight-point lead, right? Even if they score, they still got to get two. Would they have gotten it? Probably. But at least you get a little more comfort. But um, mm-hmm. it was nice to see Barkley kind of return to earlier season form last night, dude. Jerry, I thought it was so impressive that last drive when Washington knew they were going to run the ball. Yep. They knew they were going to run the ball. And I really want to give kudos to Ben Brennison. He definitely made a difference last night. They were running over the left side a ton, yeah. okay, when he was in there. Yeah. And I love Nick Gates. We all love Nick. But right now, Ben Brennison's a better guard than him, okay? Right. You know, that's why he played double the amount of snaps than Nick last night. I thought they were a different line when Bren was in there. Totally. I thought they were different lines. So that last drive, Saquon looked like he was possessed, yeah. okay? Yeah. Um, they knew they were going to run the ball, yeah. and they couldn't stop it. It was, a, you know, I mean, Kafka wasn't going to try to fool anybody here. Right. We're going we're gonna to run the ball. And let's see if you could stop it. Yep. And they did stop it all game right up to the point where they knew they were going to run the ball. Yeah. And they couldn't stop it. Right. So when when you could run the football against a team that knows you're going to run the ball, yeah. that's impressive, dude. With that it, front it, seven and those two monsters in the middle. Yes. Right. So two things, Jerry. One, 
even though there's a lot of quick releases for Daniel, and that's part of the, that's the game plan, right? They still didn't allow a sack. Right. They allowed four quarterback hits. There was times where Daniel was back in the pocket, looking left, right, look, going through his progressions. Yeah. John, the first game, Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne kind of blew up a lot of plays. They they kind of wrecked havoc. Yep. In in certain parts of that game, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they made a few plays last night. Don't get me wrong, but they didn't blow it up. Right. They didn't blow it up. That was a big difference. Sweat. Yeah, he got that pressure first. You know, he, he beat Neil early in the game. And then he had a couple of pressures. Don't get me wrong, he had a hit. But he didn't blow up the game no. because after the first series, we're like, oh my God, they're going to blow this game up up front, you know? So it's a hell of a job of those guys, man, pass pro wise. Even Evan Neal, even after he gave up that quarterback hit there, I mean, that pro- he seemed to have settled down. I thought he held up nicely. Yep. Andrew was Andrew. Yep. But I thought Ben Brennison, when he, inter- when, he get- when he was in there, the pass pro improved. The running game definitely improved. Saquon was determined on that last drive. Just determined, dude. Uh, like, watch this. I mean, spin moves, chunk yards, getting in the second level, bursting through that seam. I mean, he was just like, you know, he was just like, he was like a man on a mission. Big field goal there. Ate up a lot of the clock. And, of course, you know, that forced Washington to get that touchdown. And then they were still going to have to make the two-point conversion. Let's not forget right, that, right, too. Right, I that think they, they seem to be forgetting that down in the nation's capital. Right. They still would have to make that two-point conversion. Sure. You know, um, so that's what you, you know. And then we all know the ending of the game of what happened. So, great job by the offense there. Of course, they also had a 97-yard, yeah. eight-plus-minute drive, dude. Yeah. yeah, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> didn't see that one coming, Jerry. No, no. I did not. Did, I mean... Um, if somebody would have said to me and Jerry before the game, <laughs> watch this, uh, you know, eight, 97 yard, eight plus minute drive against Washington, me and Jerry would have like, dude, do yourself a favor, check into a, a rehab center immediately. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's not the offense we have. You know, and some, and some of the <laughs> so, throws Jones made on that drive were ridiculous. I mean, I'm just like yeah, tightest windows. Yeah. And you brought up, uh, you brought up the line before, dude. If it wasn't for wasn't for a couple games, the nation would not know who Andrew Thomas was because his name is never called during the game, Chris. I mean, you talk about a dominating performance last night. Like, he talk about a guy who flew under the radar last night. Like, Kayvon Easy, Aziz had a good game, Barkley Jones, you know, those names kind of jump out at you. Yeah. Andrew Thomas, dude. What a, what a pleasure it is having a left tackle now that you're like, okay, yeah. just... Sign him, keep him for fifteen more years, please, because he's he's. Yeah, incredible. well, don't worry, dude. Don't worry. I expect him to be extended this offseason. Oh, I can tell you that. Please, God. You know, oh, you don't have to. You, you, right, right now, God's looking at you. Go, Jerry. Why you ask me that stupid question? Because he's gonna. Are you kidding me? Ask me something. Like, ask me about Saquon. Ask me for... about Jones or Saquon. Don't ask me about Andrew Thomas. That's a ground ball. That's what God's saying to you right now. Nice. You know, so nice. can of corn. So nice. yeah, come on, Foley. Give me something tougher than that. You know. Damn. So anyway. Um, yeah, so Andrew played really well. Uh, that was the surprise to me, Jerry, yeah, how totally. well they passed pro up front last night. Yeah. You know, um, because, you know, Payne and Allen are two beasts. And, of course, Sweat's having a big year, too. And he seems to terrorize the Giants like the other Sweat in Philly, for some reason, that Sweat name. Yeah. You know, so um, that I did a good job. So Evan Neal settled down. He settled down. He settled down in that first from the first, you know, from the uh, after the first quarter. He seemed to just right, relax. You know, they chipped. They gave him a help at times. They chipped a little bit. But he just settled down, and that was big, man. That was big. You can't have one guy, like an edge guy, blowing up, you know, like Thibodeau did to Washington. You right. can't have that edge guy blowing you up your offense, you know? Right, right. And that was big. So, and then Saquon running the ball, that was huge, you know, getting those first downs, getting that field goal. How about Gano? Big time kicking that wind, bro. Big time uh, and kick. And it, it's, it's almost an afterthought how automatic he is, right? 
I mean, I think he's, what, 7 of 8 beyond 50 yards. And the only one he missed was a 58-yarder. I mean, that's a blast and a half. I think he's 7 yep. of 8 on the year, 50-plus. I mean, it's just automatic. And it yep. was, you know, 17-12, you're like, uh, I feel pretty good. Yep, okay, there it is right through. Thank you, Graham. Thank you for being so consistent. Another guy, you know. And, and you know what? We're, we're fair here, dude. The, the, the Scottish Timer had a good game. Right? Absolutely. Right? Yeah, I put it on Twitter last night. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's having a great game for them. Yeah. Inside the 20 punts, big punt, yeah. deep in the territory, boomed it out of there. Yeah. Jamie Gillen probably had his best game as a Giant. I, I mean, I, unless I'm missing something, Jerry Ullin, yeah, he probably had his best game as a Giant. Yeah, he played really well. Um, yeah, he came up big when they needed him, bro. He came up big when they needed him. And you brought up, you brought up Bredesen before, not to jump around, yeah. but I was just you know excited on, a, on after a victory. You brought up Bredesen, and it was the, the 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 one guy we were excited about coming back because he's such an upgrade over what was there, right? Um, you know, I, I like you said, love to have. Uh, I would love to see Nick Gates go back to center and play there because I think he's an upgrade over Feliciano. I don't know what the coaching staff's thinking. But Bredesen at left guard, Nate's at uh, Gates at center. That's that's right. kind of the that's kind of the, the the formula for success, I think, going forward this year. We'll see what they do. But I mean, you can't you can't discount his return. Yeah, you can't discount yeah. his return. Right. How important it was. Yeah, no question about it. So, uh, yeah, I, look, uh, yeah, that was big. So that, that was big. The offensive line was big. Yeah, and um, the defense, you know. But Jerry, they went back to the winning formula again. The defense, yeah, red zone one of three. Yep, third down, Washington, one of ten. Right, right. If the Giant, right, they okay. So the Giants gave up a lot of chunk plays, some big hits receiver wise. Yep, you know, Dotson got him on a big play. I thought that was you know Pinnock was right there. Dotson made a hell of a play. Yeah, Samuel gets him on the last drive. Some you know they get they get some chunk plays, but in the red zone this time they got the stops. Third down during the course of the game, one and ten, they got off the damn field. Right, that's the Giants' winning formula, dude. You know when they lost games, how many times I pointed out right after the loss, Jerry, two or three in the red, right, uh, you know, uh, seven to thir- twelve on third, whatever it might be. You know, yep. that's the, because the team's not good enough to overcome that. You know, yeah. so they went back. So Wink got his unit back to that, and that was big. Yeah, um, it, it feels so good to just get another win. And, and like we said, dude, it's ugly, but who cares? And it's not going to be pretty with this team. It's just never going to be pretty. You're never going to you're never going to shut the game off in the third quarter. Not that we ever do that, but you don't even have the option to do that. I mean, this team is just going to struggle till the end because of the talent. But there's guys on this team that we can definitely build around and be excited about and look no further than you know the edges, right? The edges of the offensive and defensive line for me. I love that Neil. Again, Neil to me this year is a is a. It's almost a free year for him. Just learn the game, figure it out, Evan, and then next year come back and, and start being <laughs> working towards being Andrew Thomas. But you look at the bookends on the line. You look at the bookends on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm excited about, dude. And I'm excited that mm-hmm. we have a quarterback that can win. He's proven that. Is he a championship quarterback? I don't know. But he look at where this guy was, <laughs> where you're like, get him the hell out of here probably two years ago. Now you're like... Well, wait a minute. Like we have, he's he's being coached the right way. He he has nothing to throw to. He has no receivers. The line is last night held up, but for the most part, has not been holding up. Lots to be excited about, dude. That's all. Yeah, and how about year two in Dables and Kafka's system too next year? Right, right. More comfortable. How, sure. How big is that going to be? Yeah. And then you're going to add, you know, hopefully add some pieces. You know, right. I mean, how big is that going to be? Right. Yeah, because Dables doing. I mean, Dable, what Dable and Kafka, they're doing wonders for Daniel. They cut, they've cut down the turnovers. You know, they, they, they tailored the offensive game plan for 
Daniel could do well and, you know, for the personnel they have. Right. You know, not being stupid. Let's just wing it all over the lot here. Yeah. You know, meanwhile, meanwhile, Daniel's got 1.5 seconds in the pocket. But let's just wing it all over the lot. Right. You know what I mean? Right. When people say, why, I mean, are, they going stupid why, are, they, why are they going deeper more? It's like, guys, they have no time to do that. None. Yeah. You know, uh, they just... You know, they've taken some shots, but it's not an offense right now where you say, okay, we could go vertical a lot, yeah, you know? Yeah. Just, it's just not. Right. So it's smart coaching. Yep. Smart coaching. You know, they're, they're, they're game planning their offense and what they have personnel-wise. Yeah. You know, and so you look, at, like, and these guys fight, Jerry. Right? They're fighting for Dable, man. They're fighting. These guys are fighters, yes. man. Yeah. And last night showed it, you know. It's, it, look, there's, they have to upgrade a lot of positions, dude. Oh. <laughs> But they're eight five and one, and they have to upgrade a lot of positions. That's amazing. Just think about it's that. Amazing, amazing. So, you know, Jane and Dable are gonna have another year with the draft and all that. And um, cap. And so no matter what happens, and they're gonna let's face it, the Giants are probably going to the playoffs for sure now, yeah. barring a total collapse. I mean, they probably have even to win if they one lose, more, right? Yeah, I mean, it looks like they're gonna have to win one more. Yeah. What do they have? Eight wins, Jerry? Yeah, they're eight, five, and one, and then the teams behind them are well, seven. Well, wait a minute. There's three games left, right? Yeah. Yeah, Washington has to win. Well, if Washington wins their last three, the Lions win their last three, and, and right, and the Giants only win one, then it, then it, you know. But we'll see. We don't, yeah. Washington's going to San Francisco next week, dude. Forget, yeah. Right. So forget about that. Yeah. You know, and all that. So uh, the point being, it's. The Giants are in the driver's seat. Yeah, Seattle okay, I plays, so I think Seattle plays the Chiefs too. So we're, yeah, I'm not even worried. Yes, yeah, Seattle, forget about that. Yeah. You know, so the only one I'm worried about is the Lions. But yeah. now that the Giants won, you don't really not a, the Lions are now Washington's problem. Right. They're now Washington's problem. That's right. Good point. Yep. That's a way, good okay. way to look at now it. Now Washington has to look at the Lions. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because whoever lost last night, now nah, that's Washington's problem. Now Detroit's their problem. Yeah. Whoever won. Would have been like, okay, Detroit's hovering around, but we're two up, you know. Or right. We, have, you know, we have eight wins, yeah, and all that stuff, and, and, and the tie is huge now because that that tie is not a, it's not a loss or a loss card, it's a tie. So that was a, that that's why that game was so important when the Jets blew that to the Lions, and the Lions won that game. So Chris, um, real quick, I know we never talk about other we don't talk about other games, but what a what a what a ridiculous few days of football around the NFL. You had the Vikings come back. You had the ridiculous mm. lateral with New England, and then the Jets not calling timeout. Like, oh, oh my god, it was crazy. <laughs> Buffalo game was crazy Saturday night. Yes, was a great game. The greatest, the biggest comeback in NFL history is Saturday afternoon in Minnesota. Um, the New England game, Jerry. I just sat there. I. I I, I I was just stunned. Yeah. I'm like, what did I just see? I'm like, and then you find out after the game that the players went rogue. They did it on their own. Oh. How does that happen to a Belichick? Oh, my God. And he was I throwing just... it back to Mac Jones. <laughs> what is Mac Jones going to do Je- with the ball? <laughs> but, Jerry, I thought the first lateral was planned. Right. I said, right, we're going to do a draw play and try to trick him in a lateral down the field, right? Sure, yeah. That wasn't even planned. Stevenson did that on his own. Unbelievable. And then we all know what happened after that. I mean, to, to, for that to happen where it's not scripted on a Belichick team. Jerry, I still can't grasp what happened yesterday. That was inc- I just sat there like like I got hit. Like I feel like Colonel Kurtz, you know, Apocalypse Dollar, with like a diamond crystal bullet through my forehead. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm like... 
What the hell just happened? Right, so, uh, so it was a lateral gone bad. A guy panicked. He tried the second lateral. gets picked. And then you find out after the game, like, that wasn't even the play. Oh. I'm like, oh, Jerry, I was, I'm still shocked by that, dude. I'm still shocked by that play. And if I'm a Jets fan, I, I, like, Salah's the guy, but how does no one, how is no one calling timeout with 50 seconds and I, I three, three timeouts, dude? Three. Dude, I, I, I sat there like, what are you doing? You're playing for a tie? And we're not making fun of the Jets, guys. We were rooting for the Jets. Any Jet fans listening, rooting for them. Like, what, do you, like, what the hell? What are you doing? Oh. I, I couldn't believe it. And then Elijah Moore is trying to get out of bounds, eating up more seconds. Would they have? They had three timeouts. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! What a what a bunch of games that we witnessed over four days. Oh, and Jimmy, I put this on Twitter after that Jets game. Three days. For the thousandth time, I'm going to say this again. I'll say it on the podcast again, probably for the thousandth time, right? Yep. It's it's mind boggling to me. How professional NFL coaches cannot manage the clock. It's unreal. It's unbelievable. What was Robert Solid? I'm like, is he playing for the tie? What is he doing? And they have advisors. Like, they hire staff for this. If, if, If you can't know to call the timeout then, then you don't deserve to have that job. I mean, that is ridiculous. 50 seconds left, three timeouts midfield. What are you doing? You're going to get up to the line. You wasted, I think, 25 seconds. Then you throw a bomb. So the play even takes longer. I, I just... It's, Jerry, can you imagine... You know, look, no. they, they, they got that one second. They got that time in one second left. So they actually got the field goal attempt, as we all know, went left. Yeah. But, Jerry, can you imagine if that clock would have ran out there? Oh, God. God, no. That's unreal. I mean, situational football, bro. I mean, even Elijah Moore. If he goes down, if they make making that first down catch, they call time. They got about eight seconds left. Yes. yes. You could you could have tried you could have tried another because they had two timeouts there. You could have tried another quick hit that you get closer, you know? Right. Yep. That's a disaster, bro. That's a you know, I'm like, Jerry, I gotta be honest with you. There's a lot of people should they should be grateful I am not a billionaire owning an NFL oh, team because I know. I know. Because I'm not I wouldn't be just some billionaire that does knows nothing about football. They they don't know the difference between a football and a hockey puck, right? I would be I would have him in my office last night at five o'clock going, What the F were you doing not calling timeout? Explain this to me, Rob. Yeah, right. Well, uh, you know, we wanted to get about dude, you just cost my franchise a game. You realize yeah. that, right, Rob? Yeah. 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 You, you get what I'm saying, Jerry? Like, what oh, are you doing? hundred percent, dude. I I'd be more volatile. I, I I don't even know if I didn't want him to explain it to me. I, I, it's just it's inexcusable, that one. That was inexcusable. The, the, but, hey, hey, Jerry, getting yeah. back to coaching, I'm sorry, buddy, to cut yeah, you yeah. off because I'm going to lose the thought. You know me. I'm getting old. Yeah. Right? Jerry, how about Dable's challenge on that fumble? Love it. Love it. And again, and that's that's the difference, right? You talk about – that was kind of my point. Like, we have a coaching staff where you really don't worry about clock mismanagement like that. And the challenge on the fumble, I thought, oh, he must see something – I think I texted you some expletives about, oh, yes, I think that's yeah, a fumble. Yeah, you were like, that ball's out. Yeah, you saw it. Yeah, that ball's <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, kudos to Dave. And I'll tell you the other one I saw, that the you talk about the refs missing plays. Thank God for replay. When Logan Thomas caught the ball, I said he's inbounds, and they ruled him out. And then they yeah. they reviewed they it, and it was it. a 10-second runoff. I could yeah. see he was inbounds. So you talk, Washington. Thank God we have replay for those. But. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so my point is I don't worry about that with our coaching staff, about yeah, the stupidity yeah. that happens at the end of the games now. 
Congrats to the guy up in the booth who said, "Dave's challenge, quick!" Yes, yeah, <laughs> you know. Right. And got- Dave's didn't and Dave's didn't question. He was like, "Okay, boom. you know what I mean? You get some coaches. Oh, I don't know, should I count? Oh, and it's too late. You know what I right. mean? Right. You know. So uh, great job by Dave's there and his guy up in the booth um, spotting that because I didn't spot it right away. I thought he was down. I really did. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and and for you Washington people who listen, uh, you know, you'd be surprised. Everybody chimes around, bounces around different podcasts from other teams. Hey, Leo Williams should have picked it up and probably went to the house. So relax yeah. with the refs and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, one more thing. One more question for you. Uh, what did you think of Dable's new look? I don't know. I wasn't I mean, going with it. I'm going to let Dave's know. I'm mean, not they, going with but that. But they won, so I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't, yeah, now nah, I'm sure he'll keep it. But I wasn't going with the shaved beard with the goatee look. No, I wasn't. I was, I was not to like... When I first saw him, I was like, man, he looks different. What the hell's going on? You know, I, you know. For a guy, by the way, who likes to brag, oh, this is like Florida weather down here. He always looks like he's freezing, too. So I'm going to break his chops about that when I see him. Like, stop talking about like you're a big time Buffalo weather, cold weather guy. Dude, you look like an Eskimo doing these games. Yeah, Relax. He looked like in the nook of the north last night. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, no, it's, all, it's all good fun, man. So, yeah. Uh, well. So here we are, Jerry. Look, in my opinion, Playing Saturday afternoon, Christmas Eve day, they're in their weight class. I know Minnesota's eleven and three, but please, Minnesota's in their weight class. You know, yeah. and then obviously in the after that, a game they should win at home. Mm-hmm. And Philly, we'll see. You know, if they even need that, and B, if Philly is probably now after Dallas lost yesterday, Philly's not going to need that either. You know, so yeah. Uh, hey, let's face. Let's look, Jerry. The Giants are going to the playoffs. We know that, right? We don't want to come out like cocky, too dope, saying, "Hey, we're in, no question." But let's face it, the Giants are going to the playoffs, yeah. and it's it's an incredible season, bro. Yeah. And, and you know what? When you get in the playoffs, which looks like they're, they're heading, anything could happen. Yeah. You know, uh, 49ers or Vikings. Hey, you might see the Vikes again. Yeah. You know, this might yeah. be like a playoff preview Saturday. Yeah. Or, or you might see the 49ers. Whatever, dude. What? Whatever. Yeah. Nobody's gonna sit here and say, "Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we could, we could beat these guys in the playoffs." But. What an experience for the organization, bro. Just get rebuild, in and get the experience. For yep. a rebuilding year yep. to be talking January 14th football. Unbelievable. Weekend. Whatever yeah. the hell the date might fall on, 15, 14, whatever the hell it might yeah. fall on, they play. But that's incredible, Jerry. It's incredible. It's, yep. it's and Man, it's just a credit to the coaching staff and Daniel and the players, dude. The players that execute what they coaching staff wanted. Has it been pretty? No. Has it been perfect all year? Of course not. But eight five and one, dude. I mean, it's just incredible, dude. I don't know how you finish it off, Jerry. You know, just no, incredible. Dude, you, you, We're talking just, mid-January football now, dude. Are you, you, are you for real? Come you on. You said it. You said it. I mean, we are a year ahead of schedule, at least. Um, yeah. There, there's been such nice, such really nice storylines about like, you know, what Jones has done, Barkley's, you know, reemergence, uh, yeah. Thibodeau kind of hitting his stride and showing everyone last night why he probably. Should have been the number one pick or, or was in that conversation for so long that he dropped mm-hmm. to us at five, and that's why the Giants pounced on him. You know, the Andrew Thomas just becoming one of the best left tackles in football. So as much as we need, there's guys that have stepped up and taken that next step to where we keep joking, shoot, are we going to be able to keep all these guys? You know, and that's, that's a nice conversation to have rather than, mm-hmm. all right, Chris, who are we launching? Let's go down the list. Okay, we're mm-hmm. launching 35 guys. <laughs> now we're keeping a bunch. Uh, it's great, and I'm, I'm, I could not be happier – for a guy like Jones who just exudes class on and off the field. I, I want him to do well. We've said that from the start. We are rooting for this kid, and I think last night was the next step there to becoming the Giants franchise quarterback, and I'll, yeah. I'll end it with that. Jerry, i just got to end it with this one quick thing. You know, when you see a guy like Phil Simms going on Twitter saying, this guy has done enough to be the quarterback for this team down the right. road. Right. I think that, 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 should, that should tell you something. You right. know? And I don't care about what – Joe Schmo on Twitter responds to that with, okay, I'll, I'll take Sim's opinion on this one. So, 
There you have yeah, it. Yeah, look, Jerry, like like I said earlier, hey, everybody, you, you got your opinion. God bless you, man. You're entitled to it. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, just t- I'm just trying to tell people that, you know, get ready because Daniel's going to be here. So whether you like it or not, it's going to happen. You know what I mean? Yep. So we'll see. All right, guys, we'll probably come back to you Friday and preview the Viking game, which um, is a nice bonus game right now. I, f- I feel like the kind of a bonus game. Like, we go into that one a little bit of house money. You know, you, you want to win every game, but... Uh, yeah, we'll, I we'll, I, I'm here. I hear you. Yep. But we'll, uh, we'll yep. preview that one and t- tell you why they're beatable. Um, all right, guys. Oh, no, no question about that, brother. Yep. To order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com and go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. All right, guys. Feels good to win again. Sundays are giant days, baby. Take care, everybody. Take care, everybody.